The Holstrom is a Hessian mercenary sent to these shores by German princes to keep Americans under the yoke of England. But unlike his compatriots who came for money, the horsemen came for love of carnage. When battle was joined, there you'd find him. He rode a giant black steed named Daredevil. He was infamous for riding his horse hard into battle, chopping off heads at full gallop. He'd filed his teeth down to sharp points to add to the ferocity of his appearance. What is up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Rotten Potatoes, a podcast where four friends sit down and review movies you absolutely should have seen already, but at least one of us hasn't. My name is Scott, and I'm here with three of my best friends in the whole wide world. My name is Jake. My name is Zach. I'm Tyler, and Scott, you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong. Was that Does that hold the record for the longest intro that we've ever done? No, not even close. Hey, it's got to be Independence Day still. <laughs> <laughs> it might be Independence Day. Independence Day was like a minute was, and a half. This was still sub a minute. It was only like 45 seconds. Wow. It just felt long. It felt really long. It might be because of all the, of the Christopher Walken grunts. I think it was a lot of Christopher Walken grunts. That's what I was going to yeah. bring up is I love that probably the person with the most screen time in that audio, in the movie for the audio clip we played, is Christopher Walken. And if you hadn't seen this movie, you'd never know. <laughs> That's true. Because they got this really, yeah. this really good, important, like, well... Orator. Like, yeah, like yeah, he's, he's a, a great actor. Yeah. Great orator. And he had zero lines. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except for... <laughs> Shh. <laughs> I'll tell you what. That... Uh, slightly uh, tangential, but uh, there's a Christopher Walken movie pretty big called The Prophecy. There was a whole series of them, but the prophecy, uh, when I was a little kid, it was the scariest movie in the world. And Christopher Walken did that same like, like shushing motion in the prophecy. And it kind of triggered like a childhood drama for me. Like (laughs) watching this movie again, seeing him doing that, it kind of, it kind of freaked me out. I feel like if Christopher Walken wanted to, he could very easily be a very scary man. Oh yeah. Uh, and I don't know why, like, I don't feel, I feel like he's probably a nice dude. Uh, I would guess so, but he, I i mean, he could also have dead birds in his closet, and that would make sense to me, too. But if he looked me in the eyes and stressed me like that, I think it would chill me to the bone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you may have noticed, we're into Spooktober. The Oct is, is been out. It's still out. It was never in. Well, Didn't we establish last episode that the Oct isn't always out? No. See, Creed yeah, was our over second Yeah, that's movie. that's right. It's, oh, it's it, Ober second. It's yeah. Ober second. <laughs> I now we're in yeah. Spooktober. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it it was over. It, it yeah over two that it comes out right. Yeah. Yeah. I see. You just said that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The over second. A little bit. Well, it's I was just trying like to our special up. episode every year is Ober and whatever day it is. I guess. But we don't usually have other three of our four seasons. We've had a fifth episode in have October. We really? How yeah. does that always happen? Uh, I don't know. 
and we never dis- we never discussed year, the over. No, well, last year we talked about Jake maybe nominating, getting two Spooktober nominations. He had like one early and then one later. Yeah, like I was oh. the first and the last. Right. Uh, but I have no memory of that. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm glad we didn't do it. <laughs> I'm glad I, you didn't either. I have, yeah, yeah. I think you're not a great in, track record of picks. Spooktober, right. <laughs> Zach. I think that you are big into my Spooktober pick this year. Uh, well, I'm I'm saying historically. Yeah. What did I pick last year? Uh, Psycho. Didn't I pick Psycho last year? Maybe I didn't. Psycho's like a great it. movie. I, I didn't like it, wow. and I didn't like the Frankenstein one you did. Young Frankenstein. I'm listening to. No, you had it last year. Oh yeah. It good movie. That was it, like, it, it's okay. It, Psycho, Psycho. Psycho is an all time great. And you know, if, if to most people, so is Young Frankenstein. Not to us, though. Yeah, yeah, not to us. I'm uh, I, <laughs> I'm doing. I, I read a spooky book, or I listen to a spooky book. I don't remember last time I actually read a book. Uh, in October, and I I might get through two this this year because it's uh, it's currently over. First, it's over <laughs> it's first. Over one, yeah, right? Over, and I'm yeah. almost done with Frankenstein. So wow, great great book is it I really really like it i also read spooky books i think I, the the next one i have is the shining and that might be hard to get through quickly oh no i i blazed through the shining isn't it really long though no. yeah well i mean it's long it's short for stephen king uh-huh. yeah maybe that's what i was thinking it's short for stephen king i'm reading pet cemetery right now and i like it okay i think isn't I, that a movie going to be coming out for pet cemetery soon? i think they have like a sequel coming out okay I yeah. got through The Shining in like we had like a like I had a week off and I read through it that week. Okay. Yeah, I I, I it's probably taken me only a week through Frankenstein, but it's only a 10-hour audiobook, so. Oh yeah, I yeah. think this is probably closer to to 20 hours as an audio. Yeah, I mostly I do it when I drive, so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't um physically read or listen to anything spooky <laughs> on purpose <laughs> or but anything also, at all. Or like, anything at all. I listen to books. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, have you like been? What? Um, a Not lot of novels. Them are th- yeah, they're, <laughs> it's still like nonfiction, like either like theology type or like okay. self help or like different things like that. But yeah, I, I don't know. I struggle to get into story. Yeah. And and you're a pretty avid podcaster. I feel like every time I walk by your truck, that like you're just I'm getting like finishing in or out an episode. Of, you're finishing yeah. an episode <laughs> yeah. of something. That was uh, when I, I got here a little bit early today and I sat in my car for about two or three minutes to finish my chapter of Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. What's been a podcast you've been really into recently? I mean, something mm-hmm. I listen to almost every weekday is The Daily. It's just yeah. a news one. I like that one. Um, and then whenever that's over, I'll pick up various podcasts. I listen to uh, a couple. Uh, I listen to Craig Rochelle has um, his like leadership podcast. I listen to that one. I also listen to like their weekend messages. I listen to the debrief. I listen to a few different things like that. Gotcha. Yeah. But we're into Spooktober. Excited to be here. Season four. Scott, you're kicking us off. I, yeah, somehow I got the first pick this year. With either my favorite or least favorite, I haven't decided. You're going to have to convince me by the end of this episode. Well, I don't have any convincing to do because uh, I don't Spooktober really care pick. about Spooktober or this movie. <laughs> I'm a little bit confused cool. by our audio intro because that wasn't uh, that wasn't the the one I watched. I watched that that move the oh, Disney cartoon. Yeah, with uh, Bing Crosby. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, what really I watched. I, so what was that? <laughs> that that's what this was. You don't remember that? Oh no. <laughs> 
I thought about that cartoon so many times watching this movie. I was watching this movie and I was just going, Ichabod. Yeah, me too, Ichabod dude. <laughs> me too, dude. Yeah. Seriously. Uh, Scott, you picked. I did pick. Uh, originally, I had Saw uh, I'm chosen. Um, I'm not glad you changed it. And that I'm going back to Saw next year. I, know, I, didn't, I didn't boot it out. I I'm just pushed it down the road. Um, it, I realized Saw was something that a lot of people don't like. Really? Well, I mean, it doesn't have good ratings on anything. It's like 53% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's like... Yeah, but it is a 10-movie franchise. So sure, it's sure, sure. Yeah, I think there's a cult following for sure. Next year, is gonna Scott's going to do Saw year. <laughs> Maybe. I'm super down I'll, for I'll that. I'll do scary movies except for Spooktober. I'm going to pick a not scary movie. It'll uh, be Fast X. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, I love but that. I realized like, okay, all, all of my other movies this year also had in the 50s in Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> and so maybe I should just try to pick something that was rated a little bit better. Maybe won an award. So that, like uh-huh. this won an Academy Award. Yeah. And yeah. so like I was, I think it's our first Spooktober pick to do that. Yes. Um, really? Yes. Alien didn't win anything or Exorcist? Nothing? I don't think so. That's no. surprising that Alien that didn't surprising. win for like at least like special effects or something. It's surprising that those didn't and this did. I don't know if... What did um, this win for? Uh, oh, let's get into just effects, I guess. Yeah. Let's hear. So this was directed by Tim Burton, uh, Jake's favorite. It was written by Washington Irving, or it's based off of Washington Irving's story, uh, Kevin Yeager and Andrew Kevin Walker. Released November 19th, 1999, runtime of 105 minutes. Rotten Tomatoes gave it an 80%, IMDb 7.3, had a box office of $206 million on a $100 million budget, so 2.1 return on that. It did win the Academy Award for Best Set Deck, and then was nominated for two other ones, Best Cinematography and Best Costume Design. And interestingly, not the only uh, Ichabod Crane movie to come out in 99. What was the other one? Uh, a, another Disney, the legend of sleepy hollow. Huh? It's pretty weird. I also take back what I said that last year, we, three of the four had won Academy Awards. Oh yeah. Wait, we did the shining, the shining didn't win an Academy oh, yeah. Award. Uh, yeah. Exorcist won an Academy won two and was nominated for like eight, uh, alien won one, uh, silence of the lambs won five. Oh, I forgot. We did silence. I too. forgot. We did silence for spooktober. The Shining did not win. Really? It, I st- it, won a, it won a Saturn, but that's all we have in here. Wow. How many did um, Young Frankenstein win? Uh, I believe none. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, none. Uh, it was nominated. It was nominated, For though. two things, screenplay and mixing. I just, I, I'm not. been an off year. I'm not even going to buy into <laughs> this. Been a week I'm not even going to buy into this me. bit. Like, Mel Brooks <laughs> is a legend. Gene Wilder is a legend. Quentin Tarantino, one of our favorite directors, called it a perfect movie. Yeah. So, uh, like, if, if, you know, you, if you're going like, to pull that, then you have to recognize that Texas Chainsaw Massacre is also a perfect, I would, a perfect movie. I would, I would put that to its credit. Uh, for sure that Quentin Tarantino likes it, but I don't get it. Speaking <laughs> well, of, but, uh, <laughs> but Mel Brooks and, and Gene Wilder are still legends. I agree. Yeah. And and I love other roles that and both you know, of them who, have played. You know who else is a legend is Leatherface. Uh, Did he play the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game? You know, I think it's kind of fun. There was one. You know who's a bigger legend? Ichabod? I- Ichabod Crane. Isn't it crazy to think that uh, you making that chainsaw noise is now a year old? That's pretty nuts. <laughs> Do we still, I don't know if this is going to be the right one. 
Nailed it one year later. You still you still know exactly where it is. Um speaking of Quentin, last night I watched uh Inglorious. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh it was my first time since we first reviewed it, and I think I underscored it a little bit. I think you did. I watched it. I gave it an eight point two originally. Isn't Inglorious that's still our number one? Number one. Zach and I both you guys still think you underscored it. Well, besides like you guys were all nine point four or higher. Yeah, Zach and I both gave it a ten. Yeah. I I would I would probably give it closer to a nine now. Wow. So cool. It should be higher. Yeah. I, uh, well, I'm luckily it's for doing still that, our so. number one. So. Yeah. Yeah. I watched it again not that long ago, and I thought I really stand by the 10, honestly. I don't regret it at all. It's the only 10 I think I've given. My uh, my brother-in-law was uh, a little disappointed uh, to hear that it was our like highest rated movie over Django. Oh, oh, that Inglorious was Django than Django? More. Yeah. I stand he, by that. I like Django a lot. I had Django ranked higher. I would probably keep Django higher. Yeah. Yeah, you did. I think Inglorious is the better movie. And I think Quentin says that it's the better movie. Yeah, you gave it a perfect 10. Mm-hmm. And you've given out four 10s already. I have. I, I think I've given out the most 10s. Mm-hmm. Tyler and Jake have only given out one. And uh, I haven't given any. My highest rating is 9.5. What was it? Braveheart, was it? Dunkirk. Ah. Yeah, that tracks. All right, should we get yeah, into this? About Sleepy Hall? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say, you were a late bloomer to this, right? Yeah, was I the only one? I was also a late bloomer. I had never seen it. Oh, yeah. wait, what? I was <laughs> you, the only one who had seen this. Yeah, I had seen never this. seen this. Okay, well, I definitely saw this movie around the time it came out. I remember watching it like on repeat on HBO. Um because, I don't know, I guess I had access to HBO at that age. <laughs> <laughs> at nine years old, apparently. <laughs> I mean, or it was a couple of years after, within a couple of years, sure. where it was running on HBO. Um, so, I, I mean, I watched it when I was very young and, and really loved this movie um, as, a, as a kid. Uh, I was probably 10 or 11 the first time I saw it. And uh it's been a long time since i've seen it it's been you know 20 years since i've seen this movie rewatching it again uh it was funny to me like the bit of nostalgia that was there i mean i i didn't really remember any of it um i would say overall didn't super care for the movie but uh it was fun to rewatch something i loved i knew that i loved a ton as a kid yeah uh jake what was what was your first impressions yeah i mean like uh, my experience with the uh the like the the headless horseman sleepy hollow story is, is like fairly limited honestly you know it's like oh that episode of hey arnold uh that episode of scooby-doo and the disney cartoon and i was like i mean that's a fair yeah. amount you know but like, I was that's like, a fair amount of exposure yeah for, I get but uh, i was like this is but i was watching it and i didn't feel like i knew that much about it and i was like i felt like i was crazy i was like why is why did they make him a cop wasn't he like like they they like they took Ichabod Crane from the story and decided we're gonna make him the complete opposite yeah uh, of the story and then make a movie which I thought was a weird choice I don't it I was, don't remember the original story what is so he Ichabod not? Crane was like a cowardly schoolmaster that yeah. super believed in in everything super everything occultish oh, interesting yeah uh, and, but he was the supermaster the schoolmaster in uh, Sleepy Hollow yeah okay but um I don't know I I I've said I've never found a Tim Burton movie I like and I still haven't found a Tim Burton movie I like uh I just I his style I just 
bugs me. Like the 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 fact that this one for set deck makes me a little bit angry because I I hate I hate the Tim Burton aesthetic. Uh, you know? <laughs> um, what about this set deck wasn't good though? It just the fact that it was the Tim Burton aesthetic. I hate it. Like, well, it's interesting because, like, let's compare to another thing that, again, on paper you should love, but in practice, Wes you Anderson. Hate. Wes Anderson. I should love Wes Anderson in on paper, but I don't know that I should love this on paper. But they have similarly, uh, like, very distinct, unique styles. Yes. And and so your issue isn't necessarily having a distinct style. It's this distinct style. I think so. Okay. And I, honestly, I think when, when a director gets famous, I was thinking about this. I heard somebody on a podcast talking about this and I thought it was interesting. When a director gets famous for having a very distinct style, I feel like that only works for them for so long. And then they just do more and more and it's farther and farther down this road to the point where they're almost like, parodying their own style where it's just so extreme down something that you're just, you're too known for it and you have to keep stepping it up to the point where it just stops working for you. Yeah. And I think I could probably agree with that. Like, I feel like an earlier movie might be a little better for me, but I don't know. I, I was thinking about it and I think the thought made sense and I kind of wanted to dive into it, but I don't want to watch more Wes Anderson movies to figure right. out. Totally. Um, Nor do you necessarily want to watch more Tim Burton movies to figure out. I've seen a fair amount of Tim Burton movies actually. Uh, but yeah, I, don't, I didn't like it. It was fine. I like Johnny Depp uh, and he, like, I, I enjoyed him as far as it goes, but I don't know. I didn't hate this movie the way I thought I was going to. I think I went in with lower expectations than you might have. So I think I was kind of pleasantly surprised, but I still didn't like it. What other Tim Burton films have you seen? Um, let's see. I've seen Nightmare Before Christmas. I've seen Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. He I've didn't s- direct Nightmare. Didn't he? Mm-mm. He didn't. Are you, he wrote it and... He may have written it. Well, I'm 100% sure he wrote it. Yeah. Okay. It's called Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. Uh, and he wrote... Apparently, he was an animator at Disney and then wrote this poem. And then they liked it. And they're like, oh, let's make this a movie. Okay. Um, he is involved. Scott, I, I just, he didn't, Scott's, it. Scott's fact checking. Exactly. Directed right by Henry Selleck. Well, anyway, that, I, that's, I think that's the most famous thing with his name attached to it still. It could be. Um, I've seen Johnny Fingersnips. Uh, yeah. I've seen <laughs> Charlie and Chalk Factory. I've seen this movie now. I feel like I've seen, what are the movies he's done? I haven't Which seen Charlie and the Chalk Factory did he direct? Well, he directed Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, not oh, Willy Wonka and the Okay, the new one. Yeah, yeah, the have, one with Johnny Depp. Have you seen Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure? No. <laughs> I don't like Pee Wee Herman, really. Okay. Um, have but you seen Batman? I have. I've seen Tim Burton's Batman, and I, it's... I, I don't care Have you it. seen Beetlejuice? I have not. Cool, because we're doing that next. It's <laughs> <laughs> exciting. It's another chance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel like your best chance is Big Fish, because I love you and McGregor. Uh, and is Danny DeVito's in it or am I yeah. wrong? Yeah, yeah, he's in it. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I don't know. I just, I didn't, I don't care for it. Uh, and I, I don't know. It was a by, long shot for me. to. By the I think way, we're doing it, Sweeney it, Todd next year. We are doing Sweeney Todd. And I hate Sweeney Todd. Have you seen Sweeney Todd? I haven't. That's why I nominated it. We had talked a couple episodes back about not having enough musicals. Yeah, that's true. And so I was like, okay, this is like a critically acclaimed musical. I'll throw it on there. I haven't seen it. So I threw one in too. 
Oh, nice. Right after yours. Is uh, so <laughs> what, next what year's because, gonna be the year of musicals. Because I was like, oh, Scott picked a musical. I haven't checked what did you pick? a musical. Yeah. Moulin Rouge. Okay. Oh, nice. I want to see that one too. I haven't seen that either. We uh, haven't done a Baz Luhrmann movie yet. So um, getting back to this, Zach, you were a late bloomer as well. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, I think I'm on record as being pro Tim Burton. I actually do <laughs> like his aesthetic. I think usually it's, like, I like things that are spooky, even if it's, like, very mildly spooky. And I feel like Tim Burton does mildly spooky well, or I guess well enough to my liking. Mm-hmm. Disneyland degrees. Yeah, yeah. Um, that all being said, Patreon hopefully will like this. Not good. Oh. <laughs> for the listeners, you just so you know, you know what you're getting for uh, when you pay for Patreon. Huge thumbs down. <laughs> Not good. Didn't like this movie at all. I, well, I'm being a little over. I'm being a little hard on it. it. I didn't think it was very good, and it's my least favorite Tim Burton movie. There were aspects of it that I had kind of some fun with. Um, this felt maybe the least Tim Burton-y movie that I've seen. That's what I felt Which too. I think is yeah. why I maybe liked it better than I expected to is because I feel like it is the least Tim Burton movie. It's the I biggest th- departure maybe. Yeah. 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 And so it just didn't really work for me, but it almost felt like he couldn't get away from himself enough for this to work. Mm. It almost felt like it didn't know what it wanted to be. And I actually thought that Johnny Depp was like, not good in this movie. Uh-huh. And he took me out of the movie often and I didn't know what the frick he was trying to do. Like, <laughs> it seemed like he thought he was in a comedy, but Tim Burton didn't think he was making a comedy. It was yeah. really weird. I didn't care for the movie. Honestly, yeah. I, I, that's a super, I'm sorry, real quick. Oh yeah. I just want to say that's a super interesting point I hadn't considered, but I think you're right. I think you're right too, but I think, <laughs> I think that was why I, I kind of liked Johnny Depp in it was, he made me laugh. And at least that's something positive. Like he, he, I remember like, I don't remember what specifically, but like some silly things he did. I chuckled a couple of times and I was like, okay. That's well, I feel like that's all Tim Burton movies though. Like I feel like that was the only Tim Burton part of this movie. No, but here's the thing. Like, <laughs> like you think about uh rewind to Edward Scissorhands, which we reviewed. Uh-huh. Uh, Edward was like, you know, he was, he kind of like Johnny Depp played that very straight. Like he wasn't zany or goofy or trying to be funny. He was being straight to the character. What was funny was the circumstances around him. And in this Johnny Depp, like the circumstances around him are very stoic and he's being the, he's being the comedy. And so it is very different. I think it's a different take for Johnny. It's a different take for Tim. I feel like it was still just Johnny's interaction with the world around him that was in those comical places. Like it wasn't any like just Johnny. Well, I mean, but it's like a, like a, like maybe a serious interaction and Johnny's reaction is comedic. You know, I, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I would agree with you. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I agree with you. Yeah. That like, it was, it was weird. It it felt like he felt like he, he maybe didn't like, I don't know, act in the lane. He didn't act in the pocket. This, a lot of this is so outlandish. Like Christopher Walken is his appearance and everything about him in that scene is so outlandish that it didn't, I don't know. It didn't play to me like, 
we thought we were getting into this very serious movie. Yeah. I felt like, like people around him were taking it seriously, but I didn't think that the movie was necessarily taking it seriously because there were so many things that just felt very outlandish to me. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't interpret this as a serious movie at all. Like it felt like something that was like, what if we made like a more like light slasher film? Hmm. Yeah, that's just an interesting concept, a light slasher film. Like I mean, I, they I, but they exist. Like what what about Joe Keery's movie that came out a couple of years ago? I guess so. I never saw it. You know, I I can't Did you see it? What was it? It was like Spree. Spree. No. Yeah. I mean, that was like a lighthearted slasher. I think just it's it's not something that you see often enough to where I feel like if I were to see this Rather than think this is a light slasher film, I would think, what is this? Is this trying to be a slasher film? Is it not? Um, and I think, like, similarly to what Tyler was saying earlier with more regarding Depp's performance, is all of the circumstances in Edward Scissorhands don't make sense to real life, but all of the interactions within that movie makes sense considering the context. And in this film, it never felt like Johnny made sense compared to everyone else around him and the situations that were happening. And so that was just, it was just a really weird comedic, or I'm sorry, not comedic, um, like uh, actor's decision on his part. Or maybe, maybe it was um, Burton's decision to have him play it that way. But I just, it was weird. Uh, and I can see where you guys are coming from that maybe they wanted it to be outlandish, but for me, like it just didn't really work. It was, uh, it, like it, it would take me out of it multiple Believe times. Me, I can see anything about this movie not working. Like, uh-huh. like <laughs> if you, if you were to tell me at any, any single element, like I didn't like this, this or this, I'd be like, yeah, that's fair. Well, you know, what's interesting though, is that like, I actually did think that the set deck was good and I liked that. That was one of the aspects of the movie that I enjoyed. And one of the things that I think Tim Burton can do really well is uh-huh. kind of create an aesthetic and create for lack of a better word, like a vibe that his movies kind of totally. have. And, and I liked that part of it. I like the Gothic feel, the almost mm. like playfully Gothic feel that his movies have. Um, and so I, I enjoyed that aspect of the movie and I thought the cinematography was good. I liked that. Um, I thought overall the acting was pretty bad and I already talked about how I didn't care for depth, but I thought the worst was um, what's her name? The girl, the main girl. Oh, Catherine. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I can't think of the actress's, the actress's name. name. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, it's no one that has done a lot that I remember. Christina Ricci. Oh, Christina Ricci. I yeah. thought she was pretty bad. I didn't think she was very good in this at all. Yeah, uh, getting into my takes, I think I agree with both of you and have a, like a different endpoint. Like, I agree. I don't like most Tim Burton movies. Um, like, I wasn't a huge fan of. Johnny Fingersnips. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I really don't like Beetlejuice. I think it's pretty bad. Um, and so the fact that this didn't feel like typical Tim Burton actually played a lot better for me. I liked that it didn't feel like typical Tim Burton. Um, I thought it was like, I'm not, I'm not saying any of this to defend any part of the movie. I don't think it was that good. Uh, it's not something that I would like go back to on a regular basis, but I think it had some kind of like weird charm to it like it was like simultaneous like you said it's a little confusing like 
it's like it's got like light moments and then it's got like heads flying off lots of gore i was really not expecting gory. all the gore the heads flying off was the uh, one of the other things that was so silly to me because it was he's like oh if i bump my head in this world it's gonna come off <laughs> <laughs> you know i was just like one one axe stroke kind of near your head clean off uh it was just so silly yeah so like for me like it felt like what a child would imagine this story being as being told from their like dad or something. Well, but that's what this is to be fair. I know it's a children's story, but I'm saying this is, this, <laughs> like the, this, this feels is, like a, like, like they created that tone. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Like it feels like, you know, if, um, w- this is th- what's going on in the imagination of a child as their dad's telling the story. And to be honest, I think it's probably why I loved this movie as an 11 year old. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just weird. I, I think the only thing that makes me feel like ah, maybe that's not right is how gory it was. And I don't know if as a kid I'm like thinking that way or if I would have like, I, definitely movie, I would didn't, not have wanted to watch this movie as a kid. Like I would have been freaked out. I definitely didn't remember it being this gory. Uh huh. And I seriously watched it probably, you know, three or four times, like around that age. Um, Definitely didn't remember the gore, so that didn't stick. Yeah, but I I loved the. I mean, like, I, I I my defense of this movie is not going to be reflected in my score, but I did love to be honest. Exactly what you're describing: the ability to capture the essence of like a children's, you know folktale kind of a thing like i thought that was really fun like it felt like that mm-hmm. like i i felt like i kind of i see what you mean and i felt like i could have really liked it mm-hmm. like it was like if, if it would have been and i don't know what specifically it would have changed but i i feel like what you're describing is something i would have liked if maybe it would just would have been different like that, that i think it's a good idea and i feel like maybe the bones of something good are there but it just didn't in practice, I just didn't, it didn't get there for me. Yeah. I, I mean, I really did think the set deck was good. Like, and I do think that about, even though I don't like Tim Burton, like there's always something visually like stunning in his movies. And it's it, very uniquely him. And yeah. You, you, like, you know, it's a Tim Burton movie by looking at it. You don't yeah, have to hear a thing. Just a frame of the movie. And uh-huh. you'd be like, oh, it's probably Tim Burton. You yeah. picked the most Halloween movie possible, I think. Yeah, totally. Yeah, this like, is like the what pumpkin you think throwing of. the yeah. pumpkin the, on yeah. Halloween. Oh, totally. Yeah, the headless yeah. horseman. Yeah. Um. So yeah, all that being said, uh, I think the set deck was good. I think cinematography was good. Um, score was whatever. Uh, I do think acting from Depp was just whatever. I don't think it was great. Um, I don't think it was like bad as compared to maybe some of the others i will say one of the things that i kept like what is happening is johnny depp seems so old compared to this girl oh definitely mm-hmm. yeah and i don't remember like what that part of the actual story was i don't think that that like especially if you're thinking about you know 200 years ago probably wasn't that uncommon for an older man to go for a younger girl that's very true yeah it still feels weird today for sure yeah <laughs> no 100 <laughs> percent but yeah, no, I think both of you are right. I don't think there was anything that told us that she was significantly younger, but that's how it read. And it seemed like she was in high school. Yeah. <laughs> and it also, I think Jake's right. I think that like 
yeah, I mean, that's probably pretty accurate to the period. Uh-huh. You know? Did Christopher Walken kill the ginger baby? No. With the headless horseman? Did he? Yeah. I think so. Because yeah, he killed both no, parents. He definitely, yeah. killed the baby. he definitely killed the child. Yeah. I, for a second, I was like, is it going to show him that was, kill this baby? That, that was my <laughs> no, biggest thought. I was like, the there's kid. no way they show the kid dying. <laughs> I think no. that was like, that kind of points to like this just being totally confusing. Confusing. Yeah. 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 And like you had said, like this had a weird charm to it. And I would say most of Burton's movies, I would describe them that way as having a weird charm. And this was the least charming Burton movie I think I've ever seen. I think there was, and this movie wasn't like a consistent weird charm. Uh-huh. There was like moments of weird charm throughout. Okay. Whereas I think the weird charm in a lot of his other movies is kind of like just consistently weird charm. Uh-huh. Not really charming to me personally, but I understand what people are like saying when they like it and they yeah. approach his films. So I understand what you're saying. It, it was totally confusing. I feel like there were just, there were moments of this film too, where things just like, happened like it almost kind of just felt like things happened to the character and i i i'm less familiar with this story than jake is so i don't know if that's an issue with washington irving or uh i'm being too critical of just like a folktale but like they're just like let's go investigate and they walk in the forest and instantly come across the witch's weird cave and she for some reason tells them what they need to go do and it's kind of like this is not interesting can and I tell you, I, I, I think I agree. This is my biggest beef with the movie is when he goes to the tree and then immediately knows what to the, start hacking yeah. at it. Well, no, he immediately starts, but uh, he's like, oh, he's missing his head. And that's why we, he's, he's searching for his head. And I was like, what are you, what yeah. are you basing that on Johnny? And then the <laughs> character at the very end just like gives us so much exposition and lays out the entire plot to the to the Christina Ricci character. Yeah. And yeah. I as if he's Sherlock Crane. Yeah. yeah. I think that's where maybe I, I think I I saw what you meant as soon as you said it's like totally confused. Where that that feels like a kid's movie to me. That's Scooby Doo. You know, you take the the mask off the monster and he's like, this is why I did what I did. Yeah. And this is what's going on. But then I wouldn't if I had a child, I wouldn't show them this movie. That's the thing. It's like, that's why I said, maybe I'm just being too critical of just a folktale. But then if you give me, a, 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 this is rated R, right? I think this was R. I think it is. Yeah. Like For a rated gore. R, like light slasher film <laughs> with like the plot of a children's story. I just don't really know what to expect. You know? Yeah, I feel like this yeah. is written for like 12 to 16 year old boys. I was going to say once again, as like an 11, yeah. you know, 10, 11, 12 year old, like loved this movie. Maybe this is a really great gateway movie. Into the slasher into, genre. Yeah. Like if I would have seen this. Or horror. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Th- yeah, this yeah. is. It is a little like Scooby-Doo-ish at a lot of times. It is. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, this is like training wheels for horror movies. Yeah. yeah. So you go Scooby-Doo and then Sleepy Hollow. And then from Sleepy Hollow, then maybe you can get into like. You, I don't know if like this, The Exorcist. I don't know if this resonates. <laughs> maybe. Sleepy Hollow right like, to The Exorcist. Maybe we well, need yeah, uh, one or two. Yeah. <laughs> one or two movies in between those you two. You think so? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. I don't know that you go from. I from, think It Follows could be between those that's two. That's fair. I don't or know that you go from, from Sleepy Hollow to. Uh, I. Yeah, maybe It. That's, was, that's probably a good one. Personally, it. I was more freaked out during It than uh, The Exorcist. 
Yeah, but like the Exorcist I, was easy for me. I don't know if we're gonna. I, I feel like we probably talked about this when we review the Exorcist. I don't know you have from Sleeping Hollow to with a cross. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, like maybe flag that. Do we I don't need know if to we flag that? Get that. That's in the movie. Yeah, in the super famous movie. All right, but like I don't know that that's the jump, <laughs> the jump you take. But I don't know. I I don't like, like this is perfect for twelve to fourteen year old boys, and then with the cross is perfect for when you're eighteen. <laughs> I guess. I'll make a decision later on whether or not to edit yeah. that out. That was why I was I was hesitant. I don't know if we wanted to edit that out. Uh, but maybe Spooktober is not our family-friendly month sometimes. Hey, well, our patrons get the uncensored version. I'll so if you want yeah. the uncensored version, go go become a patron. And I'll tell you right now, for sure, Spooktober is definitely not our like family-friendly uh, month of the year. Uh, we're, we're doing movies that you should definitely not show your kids. And as an 11 year old who saw this movie, I wouldn't necessarily endorse showing it to an 11 year old today <laughs> or letting your, uh, if you are year an 11 year old <laughs> or letting my 11 year old have any, but if you any are an 11 year old, uh, it's super cool. <laughs> Go for it. If your parents can't, yeah. for all 11 if your parents can't stop you. <laughs> Jake, I think you just lost your Congress seat. <laughs> yeah. I forgot I was doing that. <laughs> so much for the teen library of Congress. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the teens would vote him in for that. Yeah, he no, that's true. Yeah. Well, yeah he, maybe he could be on the teen Congress. This yeah. is that the teens can't vote yeah the teens <laughs> except for only two years they two can't years vote in your for teens. teen congress no can, is, is, is teen congress like the kids choice <laughs> that's what i assumed it yeah, was I we, talked about this. Exactly. we talked about this it's like you know how they have mock trial <laughs> yeah it's like the mock, mock congress congress yeah and the only only real power I have is deciding the Teen Library of Congress. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. That would be hilarious if there was a Teen Congress, but teens could not even vote in their elected <laughs> their officials. officials. We, we have eighty year olds like voting Diane for Teen Feinstein Congress. Is in the Teen Congress. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Rip. Oh my gosh. But um, I uh, getting back to the movie. I had one nit to pick, and I don't know if this bothered you guys, but uh. Why is everybody British in this movie? Like everybody sounded vaguely British and that super bugged me the entire movie. Yeah. I mean, it, it's taking place in like a post-colonial Boston. 1799. This takes place. I yeah, mean, I mean, 1799, they probably still, still, still sounded that way. We dropped, I looked this up because it was bothering me. Uh, we dropped the accent well before that. We had 200 years of linguistic uh, isolation in between, he, you know, starting and it's like there wasn't just British people here. There were so many other people that American English was a thing well before America, the United States of America was a country. And we definitely dropped that accent uh, a long time. There's probably <laughs> groups that did. I don't know. Like every you can't say single, every single group dropped that accent. Yeah, because like at that, at that, that, time, that wasn't the accent of. There's the still people coming that are directly from England. Sure, but why was everybody British? It was just the well, people in that village. Such a weird thing. I, to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I chalked it up more to Tim Burton's like, you know what? I want uh, Uncle Vernon in my movie and I want Dumbledore. Yeah, and like and I it, want Saruman. I, I feel like all of those people, like like especially, and like, do you want us to do it? And he's like, do do your thing. Yeah, like, especially yeah. Uh, Christopher Lee could definitely do an American accent, but like there were Americans. I'm pretty sure that um, the the priest or the the yeah whatever that guy was, 
Ferris you Bueller? Know, I saw him yeah. and he was in Deadwood. I think that guy is American. Oh, yeah, no, he's for sure American. He's American. Uh, yeah. He was, was the principal in Ferris Bueller. It was weird that this movie had so many classic villains like Saruman and Senator Palpatine. Yeah. <laughs> and the principal from Ferris Bueller. And it was crazy that and they Dumbledore all died. And Uncle Vernon. Yeah. I was they not expecting died. everyone to die. Well, the Headless Horseman, I mean, if he if he's coming for you. Uh-huh. Also, when, uh, when the Harry Potter's uncle was just out in the field, and then all of a sudden, like, the Headless Horseman's coming, I was like, are they just going to kill this guy like right now on screen? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, all right, cool. There we go. That was cool. <laughs> Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah. yeah. Amber Potashaw. Who? The uh, Christopher Walker. Christ- He's going to be the villain in Dune. In Dune. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. I do, um, I do love Christopher Walken. I wish he had a bigger. I hope he doesn't have like any him. lines in Dune as well. And he just grunts. It'd be so very. Sh- <laughs> it'd be a very weird um, artistic decision on his part because the character has dialogue in the books. Mm. <laughs> but you know what? If I was directing Christopher Walken, I wouldn't tell him no. Yeah, I would tell him do your thing, man. I'd say be Christopher Walken. I'd say go ahead and cook, yeah. <laughs> Christopher. Hundred <laughs> percent. Do you think that in this movie it was Christopher's decision? He told Tim, he was like, look, I have a few too many lines of dialogue. I think we need to cut it down to the grunts. I think we need to cut it down to zero. (laughs) Yeah, down to zero. However, I want a shh. He gets real close to Tim and he says, Tim. (laughs) I don't I don't think that my character should talk. (laughs) And then and then he's like, you know what? All right. <laughs> uh, how shocked on a scale of zero to 10, how shocked were you guys when you saw Christopher Walken? I wasn't movie? shocked at all because it was spoiled for me. Oh, uh, that's a bummer. Uh, I was shocked. <laughs> oh yeah. We talked about it last time. You shocked. had seen it and you were still shocked. Yeah. I forgot. I was so shocked. <laughs> I wasn't shocked when I first time I was like, is that Christopher Walken? And then it came up, his face came up again. I was like, oh, that's Christopher Walken. I thought for a second it was Johnny Depp. Like when you <laughs> see him from a distance, I was like, that's a weird choice. But then I saw his face closer. I was like, is that Christopher Walken? <laughs> Do you know what would have been so With much funnier? Vampire teeth? <laughs> was to have have Johnny Depp and then the twist be that Ichabod is the headless horseman the whole <laughs> the time. Whole time. <laughs> that would feel very Scooby-Doo-ish. Yeah. <laughs> we, just, we just got Christopher Walken in to show flashbacks of the Hessian, even though the Hessian is not the headless horseman. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is weird to bring in such a big actor for a like no nobody part. Yeah, like, it was really weird. He doesn't even have his head for most of the movie. <laughs> so I it's doubt, not Christopher Walken. I doubt that was Christopher Walken. Oh yeah, I know. That's not. my point. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know that for sure. We I don't know that for sure. Maybe but I he did play that whole, and he just like had to do all I this mean, choreography to, like, to be fair. All the fights. To be fair, like who's the actual Darth Vader? You know what I mean. I don't remember his name. Yeah. James but Earl Jones. But that's what I'm saying is like, who is it really? It's just who, you know, um, I, I think James Earl Jones was supposed no. to be. And then later they were like, it's a right. white guy. I know it's a white guy in the suit, but <laughs> yeah. I think when they took the thing off the head off, it was supposed to be James Earl Jones. And they decided that people weren't ready for a, a black guy to be. That's correct. Yeah. Is, is that really what happened? Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's a thing. <laughs> that's a thing. Was that George Lucas? Wait, so was Luke decision? supposed to be half black? It's, I don't know. You're our resident Star Wars guy. 
I I don't know much about like the original like the decisions lore. around the original movies. I have a I have a Star Wars lore question for you that's uh, well, probably only appropriate for Patreon, but I'm really excited. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Do I need to get ready to flag this? I yeah, I'm not going to ask you. I'm, <laughs> okay. yeah, I'll ask you after when we when we just okay. Talk we'll to close Patreon. the episode and leave it on for patrons. Yeah. and then okay. Um, I I was just going to say real quick kind of getting back to Sleepy Hollow in a more serious sense. I'm excited to do Sweeney Todd because one, I actually do like that movie and I feel like that movie has the tone that I feel like this should have had, if that makes sense. Mm. That somehow does the gory, gross, disgusting and like maintains like a light Tim Burton-esque tone. Because it sings. Maybe... Maybe I just needed Uncle Vernon to sing in this movie. <laughs> no, there, there's one song in Sweeney Todd that I, I saw that movie, I don't know, 14 years ago, probably. And it still randomly will come into my head and I'll just start like singing it to myself. Uh, so maybe there's something in that. Mm. It's, a, it's, a, it's a decent song. I like the music yeah. in Sweeney Todd. Hopefully you will in a musical like the music. Well, well I, I don't <laughs> you always. Know, you don't always. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying like that's the sign of probably a good musical. Probably. I didn't like probably any well, of the music in Greatest Showman, and I'm really happy Scott never picked that one. Why did you tell him that? I, it's too late now. Yeah, yeah well, obviously it's too late now. <laughs> I've already told him in the past. Yeah. Zach's been pretty open about hating on Greatest Showman. I, I, I love it. I, seen it. I, yeah, I've I, said I re- no up to this point just because the last few seasons I was trying to get good ratings and I knew Zach didn't like it. <laughs> That's why you picked fast. And then this year was my victory lap, and so I just did whatever, something stupid. Yeah. You know? So I might go, next year is going to be just random, ridiculous, should have seen movies. Yeah. Can I, 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 yeah, like 12, like 12 years, years of Slave is such a ridiculous pick. That one's not ridiculous. What a, well, yeah, what a silly boy you are for picking 12 years <laughs> of Slave. It's going to be all the picks that I just want to do. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mine is probably a much more random spattering than yours is. Yeah. You I'm, actually have good movies. Like I, have I a, just, I have a couple. I did take out If Beale Street Could Talk. Oh, oh, good. And I put in a movie that I think I've heard you guys talk negatively <laughs> about as well, Philadelphia. Oh, I love I've never seen it. I've I, never seen it. I want to watch that movie. Well, I have it on the docket for next year. I, it's a much more famous movie than Beale Street. Yeah. yeah. I just, I love how much Zach, I've never seen If Beale Street Could Talk. I love how much you hate that movie. I don't or, hate that movie. I think it's ridiculous that we wouldn't do Moonlight which is what Barry Jenkins won. It's like a historically known movie now. Because of the scandal. Because of the whole Oscar moment. And that's the movie that made Barry Jenkins like a a guy and that we're just going to do his follow-up that not a lot of people saw or ever talk about. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's fair. That that all makes sense. It just... uh, before you explained that to me, I just thought it was so funny that you were always so annoyed. <laughs> I, I, also, I also wasn't a fan of Moonlight. That's fair. I uh, was looking at the docket for next year and was like, why the hell is Scott making us watch Midway? And then I realized that it's a Roland Emmerich movie. Oh. <laughs> it's Roland Emmerich, and I did it around the time that uh, oh, it all and, happened. And okay. Do you know what? Uh, we haven't done a Jonas Brothers movie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't, get, I couldn't get through that one. <laughs> you said the Jonas Brothers. Movie? Yeah, we haven't done the Jonas Brothers. Movie. <laughs> also, I haven't time. seen Midway, we've done so Harry I don't know. Styles, so yeah. we've got to do. Jonas. I don't know how bad it is. I've never seen it. Is it bad? Uh, well, I mean, it's a Roland Emmerich film. 
<laughs> yeah, but I love a couple of those. Nick Jonas. Is it, <laughs> so is you it tell better? Me if you think it's going to be good. Is it better or worse than Battleship with Rihanna? Uh, <laughs> Wait, what? I, I would have to assume movie? it's maybe a little bit better just because it's based on true events. And, yeah. I, and I think that one was Michael Bay. So it's just, you yeah. know, slightly I worse. Also, I think I just wanted a war movie. And we couldn't do 1917, which is what I wanted to do, but we've all seen it. There's so many, There's so other, many other war movies. movies. Yeah, Tyler picked like another what? war. What's another Tyler really Black big? Black Hawk Down for next year. What's another big war Have movie? Have you seen <laughs> Black Hawk Down? <laughs> Platoon? Fury? Yes. You've seen? Has Jake seen Platoon? I've seen Platoon. Yeah. Okay, so we've all seen Platoon. Uh, American Sniper. Tears of the, the Sun. Uh, the yeah, Mark Bradley. Wahlberg one. The Thin Red Line. Yeah, oh, I've never seen American that Sniper. One. But those aren't like I, I like the, like the like World War Two one like style. <laughs> You're such like a classic dad. <laughs> I like the World War Two. Like, I'm not a big fan of like Desert Storm era like war movies. Uh-huh. I'm just, like it's just not my favorite like setting. Okay. I really like like the like old like European crumbled buildings like set, <laughs> yeah. set deck. How do you feel like about- we're America's like the good guy? <laughs> yeah. yeah, where they're not just he invading. When we're the good guy. How do you feel Why about? Would, do you not <laughs> about post Revolutionary War uh, lighthearted slasher films? <laughs> I'm a big fan of uh, post Revolutionary War like slash Abraham, light slasher films, like Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer. Yeah, you're a sleepy hollow. Yeah, I guess every. <laughs> Everything, I guess everything is post-revolutionary war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess Halloween. Technically Jack the Ripper, right, probably. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite pre-revolutionary war <laughs> slasher film? Uh, I can't think of a single one. Are there? <laughs> are there any? <laughs> are there flashbacks in the Mummy? Uh. Is that a slasher? <laughs> I haven't seen it, so I don't know. Also, yet. I don't You've think you've ever seen the original. That's mummy? why we're that's doing, we're doing it next, next year. year. Oh, that's such a good pick. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I like Brendan. It's the Frazier. summer in '99, bro. Yeah, that's that's such a Scott pick. Too. I know it's yeah, such I a Scott pick. Can't believe Jake got it. I'm thrilled that I was able to scoop that up from you. Yeah, yeah, it's a good pick. You guys could do a trade. To, uh, I'm not willing. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're hold on. I this is the only. If we can't do these three movies. Uh, then we can't do Summer of 99 because I don't care about any of the other movies. I'm just going to pick a movie from the 60s that's really trashy and then it'll be like, we switched. <laughs> and then Jake will be like, man, I really like that movie. Okay, I'll trade. Yeah. <laughs> Something with like three lines of dialogue. I just have to have Once Upon a Time in America. I've heard Once Upon a Time in America is really good and I've never seen it. And I kind of wanted to really pick it. really long. I didn't care for but it. But I'm not, I'm not right, ready to go through movie. it. <laughs> Jake, you'd probably like it a lot. I'm pretty stoked for Scott to pick it because I will like it and I won't have to pick it. <laughs> That's fair. All right. Do you guys have anything else you want to say about this? Mm. I, I don't. No, but I do have something that I would like to say to our audience. Uh, okay. To all the little. To all the little, little tiny little tater tots out okay. there. Uh, if you guys are interested and in, uh, I guess only patrons can see. And so if you guys want to see uh, what I'm talking about, you know, give us. Give us a little bit of money. Well, and it's gonna get <laughs> it's gonna get posted, right? A picture of it. I assume so. Yeah, uh, we're gonna do a little give. <laughs> yeah, I'll, uh, I'll I'll sync up with the people yes, who run our it Instagram. Will. It um, will. It'd be really funny if we did not. <laughs> like, hey, there's a gift you can win, but you're not getting yeah. to see it. Uh, but if you guys uh, want to win uh, an official, the only official RP Spooktober 2023 merch. Uh, check our Instagram. We're going to do a little giveaway, uh, a nice 
cup that uh, my my sisters were kind enough to make for us. So check our Instagram uh, and check that out. What happens to it if no one enters? <laughs> I I think all of us and my sisters would be pretty sad. Yeah, uh, it's probably what happens to Honestly, it. Honestly, not what I, I asked. I would think that's what pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, it, what happens to the cup Who is we it? we put it in our our podcast set. As okay. decoration. Yeah. Uh, but it, I would be massively bummed. I don't think that will happen. <laughs> what we'll do is we'll throw it in a blender and make some spooktober mulch. Mm. Who's willing to break their blender? <laughs> I like that. Who's willing to break their blender to put this glass and wood in there? <laughs> it sounds like Scott is willing <laughs> to. All right. Well, make sure that you guys go follow us on Instagram at Rotten Potato Pod uh, so that you can enter in that contest. And big shout out. Thank you guys so much uh, to Jake Sisters for making that for us. All right. I'm going to get our ratings kicked off. I'm going to give this 6.7 grunts from Christopher Walken. Jake, uh, I'm gonna give this uh, five point two heads popped off. Zach, I'm gonna give this six broken blenders. <laughs> Tyler, <laughs> and I'm gonna give this uh, five point seven. Uh, I, Christina Ricci. I don't know. Christina Ricci's spells. <laughs> Christina Ricci spells. All right, this comes out to a fifty nine percent. Uh, once again, uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it an 80%. IMDb gave it a 7.3. And it comes out to 59% on Rotten Potatoes, which makes it movie number 130 out of 149. Does Christina Ricci cast any spells? In this <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's a witch. Isn't she the one drawing stuff she's, under the bed? Like the, the yeah. spell of protection? Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. Also, there was one thing I forgot to call out. <laughs> I just thought she was kind of yeah. quirky. <laughs> no, she was, <laughs> she was a witch. Did you watch the movie? <laughs> Uh, I may have been on my phone yeah. by that point. There was a just there was, was some some solid <laughs> Halloween riz in this movie where Johnny Depp says, "You must have a little witch in you." Yes, because you bewitched <laughs> you me. Bewitched me. Yeah, it was some really really solid Spooktober riz. He's rizzed up. <laughs> I don't remember that part. You don't? <laughs> oh God, it was very cringy. It was just as cringy IRL. All right, uh, Scott, where are we going next week? Is that week? me? <laughs> uh, we're going to Zach's pick. Zach, we've got your pick yes, next what's, week. What's pick number two of uh, Spooktober? Um, we are going to be talking about the film It Follows. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I should have watched it. <laughs> Is that an A24 film? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Even though it seems I, like it would be. I Googled It Follows A24, and the first <laughs> thing that came up is like 10 movies that you thought were A24 <laughs> movies that aren't. So... All right. Well, uh, Jake, do you have anything final to say about uh, Christina Ricci's spells before we get out of here? Yeah. If you wanted people to think that you're nice, I wouldn't. Dude, I think this episode is just going to be effed up.